This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Second Sunday of Advent A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up on to a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not, to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd he feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm, Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation to those who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. Lord, let us see your kindness, and grant us your salvation. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him, and prepare the way of his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness, and grant us your salvation. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved. That with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire and the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, 
What sort of persons ought you to be, conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire? But according to his promise, we await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before him at peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey, and this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. While we're talking about Marian feast days, on the 12th, we have the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I do want to mention uh, just her her dialogue when she met uh, Juan Diego on that hill. And she says this, because I think it's just beautiful. My dear little son, I love you. I desire you to know who I am. I am the ever-Virgin Mary, mother of the true God who gives life and maintains its existence. He created all things. He is in all places. He is Lord of heaven and earth. I desire a church in this place where your people may experience my compassion. All those who sincerely ask my help in their work and in their sorrows will know my mother's heart in this place. Here I will see their tears, I will console them, and they will be at peace. So run now and tell the bishop all that you have seen and heard. And again, how beautiful and how close our Blessed Mother is to us. So again, that 12th is a feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And as you mentioned, we're in our second Sunday of Advent. Uh, there's a wonderful kind of way you can kind of think about some of your four Advent candles. You can think about them in this order. First Advent candle being hope, and then faith and joy and peace in that order. And and this Sunday, I think, is very important to say that faith, or if we kind of take that theme, that Bethlehem candle, meaning that it reminds us of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem. Again, we're on a journey. We're in the spirit of preparation, and we're going to really see a lot of journey in our readings today, aren't we, Carla? Yes, we are. In fact, in this first reading from Isaiah, we hear the prophecy of St. John the Baptist describing his mission as a voice crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare, prepare, prepare. This is the spirit of the Advent season. The so-called Christmas parties that happen during the Advent season, should they really be happening? Should Christians really be celebrating Christmas parties during the Advent season just because the secular world tells us that that's how it's supposed to be done? There's a lot of talk about how Christians should reclaim the Christmas season and put Christ back into Christmas. And maybe 
we can begin to keep a blessed Advent season and then celebrate Christmas during the Christmas season. Think of it this way. Now, we all just had a great Thanksgiving dinner a few weeks ago, and none of us would have dreamed of roasting the turkey a few days before Thanksgiving, and then, after eating on that roasted turkey for several days, serve the leftovers at our Thanksgiving Day dinner table. But isn't that kind of what happens to the Christmas season? We do all of our pre-Christmas celebrations during Advent, and then we serve up whatever's left in the spirit of Christmas celebration on Christmas Day. And I get a kind of a punch in the gut feeling every time I hear a person who claims to be a Christian tell me that they're glad Christmas is finally over and it's only December the 26th. You know, over on December 26th, the Christmas season has barely begun. So rather than journeying through the Advent season, So many people begin the Christmas festivities weeks before Christmas, and then when Christmas Day rolls around, they're already sick of it. And sadly, the real Christmas season turns into nothing more than a time to clean up, pack up, throw it away, and boom, we're done. I read something that said, without the fast, there can be no feast. And I know that it takes a conscious effort to break old habits of going along with the ways of the world. At first, it felt a little bit strange to me, like I was missing out on something. But during the years, as I continued to keep the Advent season, I found a holy peacefulness by embracing the Advent season as a time for making preparation. Yeah, and I love that Thanksgiving Christmas analogy made very nice. And and that brings makes me think about this first reading here about that Advent journey, right? It's a spirit of that preparation and we don't know where it's going to lead us. And I think that's what we see in this first reading where we do know that prepare the way of the Lord, but what what really God promises is that God will make your path easier, but it is a journey. He will make every mountain and hill made low. He will make every rugged land a plain. He will be part of this journey from the Israelites back to the promised land. He will be with you on that Advent journey. And remember during this time, the Israelites had been gone for a generation, 40 years. So the older generation, they might be thinking, what am I returning back to? I'm returning back to destroyed cities that have been defiled by pagans. Younger generation may not even have a memory of what they were returning to, and this is all new. So I I really like how you thought of, we're going to journey new this time. And much like as they journeyed back to something maybe unknown, but knowing that God is with them, that made the journey worth it and how important that is for our advent journey this year yes amen to that let's go ahead and read from the second reading this is from a letter of saint peter this time well yeah and this second reading it reminds us also it's that we hear that theme of preparation peter reminds us that our time on earth is limited and that we should make growing in holiness our primary focus and use our time preparing for the day that we're going to be brought into judgment before god yeah, and, and, you know, on that note, when it says here in the middle, conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion. And and I think about sometimes like people may ask, well, well why do I want to do that? And, and when you think about the chance to meet our Lord and Savior face to face, we want to be holy and devoted to him. We want to be eagerly pleasing to the Lord. And, and I think for this journey, since we're quieting ourselves during this Advent journey, let's call ourselves to reflection Think about what it means to be holy and devoted to our Lord and then decide to take the action. Because in the gospel, it says here, prepare the way of the Lord. We have to be able to prepare our hearts and our minds and our souls. And so in our gospel today, we have 
really a striking image <laughs> of John and the prophet. And he's going to, I think, ask us to prepare the way of the Lord. And I think I would like to ask you to really prepare for, I'll call it a threefold coming. Not only prepare yourself for the anniversary of the Lord's coming in Christmas, but also prepare your hearts and your bodies to be a fitting abode for the Eucharist this season. And also then thirdly, prepare yourself for the second coming that is going to happen. And in terms of preparation, I like this um, quote by St. Augustine. He said, if man had not been lost, the son of man would not have come. Man therefore was lost and the God man came and man was found. Man was lost by free will, but the God man came by a freeing grace. So let us prepare our hearts for that freeing grace that will come at Christmas. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.